0: This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome to the Retirement
1: Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got super dead, Brad Allen. How's it going,
2: buddy? Good. How are you?
1: Good. You in a coma after all the food or I what's know, going so on? So much turkey. Lots. Is that a real
2: thing? It has to be a real thing. Yeah. Right?
1: What is it? Tripta? I forget how you say it, but there's some hormone or something in the food that Yeah. I thought it was football, just laying on a couch over stuff that puts you to sleep. But no, apparently there's something that knocks you out. But hopefully everybody's out there having a great Thanksgiving uh, holiday here and always a fun time of the year to spend time with family and friends. But I think it's an interesting time of the year too, Brad, as it comes around. to think, you know, obviously a lot of people spend time thinking about what they're most thankful for in life. And I don't know about you guys, my family. We kind of go around the table and everyone... Mm -hmm. Talks about what they're grateful and thankful for. But, um, you know, family, friends, and health are obviously at the top of the list for a lot of people. Um, But I I think there's an interesting, it's funny, I was just having this conversation with a client last week. And it's an interesting conversation about feeling financially secure, right? And a lot of people, I've talked about it before, but it's by far the number one question I get in the office You know, and we get it on the show here from time to time or at some of the educational classes we do, and it's really the question boils down to, do I have enough money, am I gonna be okay, right? Mm -hmm. What we call longevity risk or the concept of feeling financially secure, and I often talk about, you know, when I got into the industry so many years ago, it was, I was so focused on the numbers and the math, you know, and learning that there's also this emotional variable which, you know, I'm a math guy, I'm a statistics guy, and that doesn't work into statistics very well, but it was something I had to learn that there's also this emotional component to retirement, and, you know, that term, I think, financially secure can mean so many different things for different people, right? So Mm -hmm. I I think, you know, if you focus on your finances now, you know, folks are going to find themselves a lot more grateful, maybe even as quick as this time next year, next Thanksgiving, that you're feeling more financially secure, and I think people can get into this habit or this rhythm of really there's that concept of paying yourself first. But, you know, it comes down when you start to see that debt eliminator, or you see your balances increase, knowing that, yeah, maybe retirement is a real option or a more enjoyable option, if you will.
2: Yeah, it's definitely doable, but you just need to have a plan. You know, and we talk about it every week, and it's a little repetitive, but plan, plan, plan. I mean, the the more you can put on paper and, and plan out for, the less emotional it becomes.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point, and maybe taking some of the emotion out of it and just really having a plan to stick to. I was able to, I met with a young man. I don't uh, get the opportunity to meet with the younger folks as often, but he's a son of one of my clients, so I, I sat down with him, and boy, he's 26 years old. He's really saving at this stage of life. And, uh, you know, it's hard to get that across. But for someone who starts that early, boy, if he can stick with the plan he's committed to, he's going to have a phenomenal retirement. He could have an early retirement. You know, the options are just going to be endless. But, um, you know, you talk about having that plan, and it's really about developing that income plan and sticking money away. We talk a lot about that income stool in retirement, right? So if you think about income and there was that study done a few years back where they asked folks what made them feel the most secure financially in retirement and it really came down to the people not that had the biggest balances but the ones that had the most income right mm-hmm. cuz that income in retirement comes from pension which is seems to be a dying breed we talk about maximizing social security there's hundreds of options available so how in the heck do I know where to start with that and then there's your nest egg well if I can come up with efficient strategies, maybe to pay less taxes or maximize my Social Security, not as much as coming out of my nest egg, so it starts to answer that question, how long does my money last? So for folks, you know, we're going to talk about some concepts this afternoon here on, on how to really start implementing some different ideas. But if you want a little bit more in-depth, dive, we have some great classes. I only have two coming up, Brad. One of them's this week. That one, I think, is pretty full, but... We have one on November 28th and then December 4th will be the last two for the year. I do need folks to register ahead of time. I apologize. I know these have been filling up quickly, but you can do so at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Again, on November 28th and December 4th, we're going to be out in Delafield this month. And we're going to talk about Social Security strategies of the hundreds of strategies available. Which one is most effective for you? We're going to talk about required minimum distributions, how to kind of tackle that animal. And probably most importantly, Brad, how do all these pieces come together from a tax perspective? And are there things, some things you can do now or kind of rolling into tax season before we know it? And there's a brand new tax bill. Are there some opportunities available that you can take advantage of to really help control your tax bracket for years to come? Again, November 28th, December 4th out in Delafield. You can register at WealthWisconsin.com or by calling the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. You're listening to
0: the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ.
1: I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. We got Brad here. Looks like you ate a little bit of turkey bread. What do you, cranberries? What do you guys do? What's your favorite?
2: I like the stuffing. Stuffing. That's oh, always been you know, my
1: favorite. It's funny, I've lost all this weight, and everybody thinks it's uh, the sweets and stuff. You know, we got the candies and cookies mm-hmm. in the office always, but it's not sweets for me. It's the mashed potatoes yeah, and the yeah, stuffing yeah. and I love all that good carby stuff, mm-hmm. right? The crunch and all that good stuff. But great topic this week. We're talking about maybe uh, you know ways to feel more financially secure and how that might bring some gratitude. This type of time of year, we're thinking about you know things we're thankful for and, and gratitude. And you know, it, it's interesting to me when I sit down with a couple. that's really done that hard work and they've come up with a plan and they really worked for it. And now they're in retirement. I think there is a big sense of gratitude that they took those steps, maybe sacrificed the moment for the long-term picture, because it opens up a lot of opportunities. So, Brad, what are some of the financial lessons that we can start implementing maybe now that we'll look back a year from now or maybe years from now that'll make a big difference?
2: Sure, yeah, like you were just saying, number one is gonna be save more and save early. You know, if you're nearing retirement, it's important to make sure you you have enough to support yourself. Uh, We hear it all the time, you know, save more. But this this is a struggle for a lot of people. A recent survey showed that uh, half of Americans have less than $1,000 in their savings account and 39% have zero savings at all. So you wanna make it a priority to save as much as you can as soon as you can uh, for the short term and the long term. So build up your short term savings by setting up automatic transfers from your paycheck to separate savings accounts. You know, if the money is automatically deducted, you're not gonna be as tempted to spend it. Uh, When it comes to building those long term savings accounts, we always recommend our clients put 10 to 15% of every paycheck into a retirement account like a 401k or an IRA or even a Roth if if you want to take a look at something like that. You know, contribution limits to a 401k accounts are changing. They're being bumped up in 2019, so you want to know what those numbers are. It's going to be $19,000 in 2019. Uh the contribution limit for your IRA is right now 5,500 it's also increasing to 6,000 next year so after age 50 you have the catch-up contributions as well you want to take advantage of those it's an extra thousand dollars so anytime you can catch up or put more money in or take more money off the table for taxes this year by putting it into a 401k or if there's a company match I mean you want to take a look at all those options it makes a huge difference in the long run it's gonna help prepare you better
1: Yeah, and and that's the hard part, I think. You know, we all hear these concepts, pay yourself first or that kind of thing. Well, what what does that really mean? But, you know, a lot of times it's just really sitting down. Probably the first step is that budget, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. coming up with a budget, it's uncomfortable. I mean, it's never easy for anybody, even I I would say my clients that are more detail-oriented or they come in with spreadsheets and they're pretty on top of it. That can be somewhat of an arduous process, but if you can go through that and really determine... You know, what is my budget? And for the younger folks, are there some areas that either I could sacrifice now? You know, can I pack my lunch, for example, instead of bringing in, you know, going out to eat every day? Doesn't seem like a big difference, but that can save some money. And if you really sit down, you know, maybe it's the latte effect we talk about, right? Yeah. Stopping at, at a fancy coffee shop every morning. Doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're dropping four, five, sometimes 10 $12 per coffee. It adds up adds up tremendously but and sometimes just getting your arms around that can really help and and i think too you know analyzing your risk uh, this has been a volatile time period to say the least october now november with the technology stocks and oil and you know it can be a scary time but analyzing your risk and making sure you address that properly i think is important there's a lot of great tools out there like when you're budgeting we talk a lot about the mint app You know, getting control of your budget understanding where the money's going. The first thing is the knowledge. When you know where it's going, then you can start to make adjustments. And there's also a great tool now we're making available to everybody, Brad, that uh, can really, I guess, help track your risk and how much risk you're taking. That tool, it's an app called Asset Lock. You can download it right from your app store, or you can go to our website, wealthwisconsin.com forward slash asset lock. And you can take a look at how to download that. You'll need a, need a code. You can find that right on the website, or if you want to jot it down, it's 3AX. That's 3AX, and there'll be no cost for it. But it's a great tool where you can set your pain threshold, right? So if my account is down 10%, 15%, 20%, it sends you alerts, sends you updates so you know when it's hit new highs. But it just helps you start to get your mind around where is my risk level and is it properly aligned. A lot of us know we don't want to sell at the bottom, so we want to maintain that risk level that's appropriate so we're not hitting a pain threshold where it's lost so much that we just panic. So again, that's Asset Lock, wealthwisconsin.com forward slash AssetLock. Great tool. The code is 3AX. You can download that at no cost, link your accounts, and really keep track of how those are doing. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ.
0: Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ.
1: Good afternoon and welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. And for those of you that are tuning in, we appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us on your busy holiday weekend here. Hopefully that went well and shopping time at the Allen household, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Is it? Uh, do you go out to the stores, or is it the Amazon boxes, or Try what's not that to look go like? Go
2: out to the stores with all the kids. Gotcha. They tend to, uh, you know, have the hands in the aisles and a, they want to grab more that. toys
1: and food, buddy. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, so uh, go lots of shopping. boxes coming, huh? Right. Yeah. yeah. Lots yeah. of deliveries. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, part of the changing shopping environment, <laughs> I think. But it's uh, it's that time of year. It's hard to stay on track, but maybe you can uh, keep track of that. You know, we're talking this week. About some steps you can take today, so maybe when you look back next year, you're kind of sitting down, maybe whether you make a list or just think about what you're thankful for or grateful for, you know maybe some financial freedom or feeling financially secure should be a goal for next year, and a couple different ways to do that and this is a time of year I think it's pretty easy to get off track with the budget and I don't mean to be, you know, the Grinch. Everybody wants to spend and overeat and do all that kind of indulgent things this time of year. But, you know, it can rack up debt, which can be problematic. I think paying off debt is a really important part of a a plan to be financially secure.
2: Well, I mean, it's definitely a a burden that's keeping us from financial independence. I mean, the the average U.S. household with credit card debt owes nearly $16,000 dollars. You know, your credit card debt likely carries the higher interest rate, which means you're wasting the most money by not paying your balance in full each month, so you wanna start by organizing your debts by type. Uh, If you have a student loan debt, car loans, mortgage debt, credit card debt, you know, the amount owed and interest rate, put that all on a piece of paper, and once you have everything written down, you know, make a plan to pay it off. There's, There's generally two schools of thought when it comes to paying off debt. If you have a lot of credit card debt, Try the avalanche method. This method encourages you to tackle your highest interest rate debt first while still making the minimum payments on all the rest. And then you wanna tackle your debt with the next highest interest rate. Take the money you were paying on the debt you, you just cleared and put it towards that next debt. You wanna keep that going until you know all of that debt is paid off. Another popular method is the snowball method. That's where you start at the lowest debt. You make minimum payments on all of the debts you have Try to pay the most you can towards that lowest debt. Once that's paid off, then you move to the next lowest, and you keep doing that, and that's going to create more than anything, I think, that momentum, and once you get those little wins uh, along the way, you know, it just seems to make it a little bit easier and not as daunting to pay that debt down.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of people, I don't know about you, Brad, but clients will ask, you know, which method is better? Well, mathematically, the avalanche is more effective, right, because we're eliminating that higher interest rate debt first, but... You know, there's been a lot of psychologically-based studies lately that, that are showing the snowball method is maybe more effective because you see that win. You get that debt paid off, you say, yeah, I got one eliminated, and then it really pushes you and gets you excited. So I think the biggest point is start somewhere, whether you're attacking it with the avalanche method or the snowball method. I can assure you, working with, you know, working with retirees, the ones that are coming into retirement without – especially the high interest debt. You know, I think a lot more retirees are coming into retirement with, you know, mortgage debt and some of those lower interest rate debts, but you know that higher interest rate credit card debt is just so cumbersome and becomes an issue and you know for a lot of folks that don't know how to plan, need a starting point, we have classes, you know, we're really big you, you hear us talk about being an education first firm and we take that to heart whether you're listening to the show or attending one of our classes, we want you to tune in or Attend a class and really walk away with more information, things that you can apply to your retirement and your financial plan. So for folks that are interested in that or for the folks, I apologize. I know it's been hard to get in. They've been very popular this year, but we're going to do one last round here before the end of the year. That's going to be this week on November 28th and then the following week on December 4th. We're going to be out in the Delafield area. And we're going to talk specifically about required minimum distributions. That's that forced distribution from your retirement account, 70 and a half and older, can be a problem from a tax perspective for some folks. We're going to talk about Social Security. A lot of questions, Brad. People want to know, how do I maximize that? Understand there's hundreds of ways to start that. What's the best route for me? And this new tax code. Probably the hottest topic right now, folks, are talking to us about how do I manage this new tax code, and because of it. Are there opportunities to do things now to really manage or control my tax bracket for years to come? So, again, that's going to be on November 28th and December 4th. I do need you to register, unfortunately, ahead of time. Those those do fill up pretty quickly. We're going to, again, be out of Delafield. You can register right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can always call the office during business hours at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on
0: WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ.
1: Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on
0: WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake,
1: Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. we got Brad Allen, and as always, we like to take a moment to thank you all. I, I know this is a, probably an overwhelmingly busy time of year for most. And the fact that you take some time to tune in and listen to us is much appreciated. We talk about being a uh, education-first firm, Brad, and I think part of that, you know, I want folks, when they tune in, to have some real meat and potatoes, uh, well, I mean, Maybe I'm still focused on my meal from <laughs> Thursday, but I want them to have some real, you know, pieces of data they can apply to their retirement and and tune in. And hopefully, you really learn something. And to that tune, you know, we really welcome questions. We get quite a few questions throughout the week. You can always send those in at radio at wealthwisconsin dot com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin dot com. Unfortunately, we don't have time to highlight all of those, but we try to pick one or two each week that. I guess, tend to be questions we get a lot, so we hope they are helpful to a bigger population of those that are listening. And you got a question for us this week, Brad.
2: Yeah, today it's kind of along the lines of taxes. So I have a question uh, for a a person who is already over the age of 70. So they have to take out the required minimum distributions. Uh, They're saying they really don't need the money. So what are the options after that's taken out and the taxes are, are paid? What are the options? What can they do with that money after that?
1: So a couple of different options, and I want want to be clear, I'm not a CPA, I'm not an accountant. So really important, any tax strategies, you always want to work with your accountant and get that squared away. But a pretty simple thing in the tax code, Brad, is what's called a qualified charitable distribution or QCDs. And I think a lot of people hear charitable strategy, and they think, boy, I'm not one of these billionaires that's giving away hundreds of millions of dollars. So that just doesn't pertain to me. But most people uh, I think, in particular, with this new tax code, so one of the big changes we 're seeing in this new tax code, I read some data recently that showed over eighty five million people used to do the long form, mm. and they 're estimating that 's going to go down to a little over eighteen million, so that 's a pretty substantial reduction right wow. so one one of the you know before if you made a charitable contribution, you did the long form, you wrote it off right and I think I mean we can argue whether it 's right or wrong, but a lot of people do those charitable contributions for the tax benefit. Well, if you're doing the standard deduction, because that's now doubled for most folks, or about doubled, you know, maybe you don't do the long form, so you're thinking, you know, should I do that charitable contribu Hopefully you're doing it because you want to help the charity, but maybe it's as simple as your church or some charity. It could be several hundred or just a couple thousand dollars a year. If it's more, it's even more substantially impactful, but if you're doing, let's say, for example, your, your requirement of distribution is $4,000 and you're giving away between charities and the church 2000 throughout the year, much better off calling the custodian of that IRA, having them send out that 2000 Now you only get taxed on 2000 and you don't have to worry about the new deduction issue. So that's called a QCD or Qualified Charitable Distribution. I think that's really important. Be happy to talk to folks more about that if you come in or come to one of the classes. Other thing Brad, you know, we're talking about things to be grateful for, and I think having a customized retirement plan really comes into play here if you will.
2: Well, having a plan in place to build your retirement savings is is crucial. I mean, the biggest concern we have uh, you know, we hear from our clients: is, is they're afraid that they're going to run out of money. Will we have enough? Will we be okay? So you want to start thinking about what you're going to do, you know, um, ahead of time. You know, even before retirement. Sometimes, you know, we meet people into retirement; they're already there. We can still help absolutely, but it really comes down to before retirement, putting that plan in place so that by the time you get there, you already have it. You know what's going to happen. You know what your income plan looks like. What Social Security looks like. If there's any tax strategies like Roth conversions or you know different things that you can do ahead of time that can really have a huge impact on your overall portfolio so I think creating a a customized plan something Like when somebody comes in at Drake & Associates, we offer a comprehensive report on retirement planning. Uh, You can find information about that on WealthWisconsin.com. But, you know, we're going to sit down with you. We're going to take a look at what is your budget? You know, how much are you spending? When is your mortgage drop-off? I think that's really important. And then we'll take a look at 500 different ways you can take Social Security. You know, what's mathematically the most? what do you think you want to do? And we'll give you some ideas in between. And then, you know, what ideas do we have for you in the in the market? Maybe everything looks great. We'll be the first ones to tell you that. But what if you could make these small little changes and it has a huge impact on the portfolio? So you want to put those plans together, try to include as much as you can, because it's going to make a big difference in the long run.
1: And I think sometimes I hear people are intimidated. I think, you know, that they're going to be pushed or, you know, sold something or, You know, I think you'll find it to be a very educational experience. There's never any cost or obligation, whether you want to attend a class first or you want to come in for a personal consultation. You know, I don't want folks to feel any pressure. Oftentimes the answer is you're you're set up just fine, so there's nothing we can do for you. So don't feel intimidated. We'd be happy to just give you a second set of eyes and take a look at that for you. You're listening to The Retirement Ready Show on
0: WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ.
1: This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today. And Brad, we want to know everything you're thankful for. (laughs) (laughs) Your wife should be the first answer, right? right? First first and foremost. Happy wife, happy life, right? (laughs) But... um, No, we're kind of celebrating the Thanksgiving season. And, And at least in my family tradition, we go around and talk about things we're grateful for and maybe some goals for the next year. And I thought it would be fun to talk about some things we could do now to help us feel, you know, maybe when we look back at Thanksgiving 2019, some things we might make us feel a little bit more financially secure that we could be grateful or thankful for from a financial perspective. So we've been banging out some different topics here. and. I think one of them that may sound a little bit simple, but particularly for the younger listeners is understanding really the the incredible
2: power of compounding interest. Yeah, compound interest is is critical in taking control of your money. You know, it plays a huge part in saving for retirement because your balance is going to grow a little more quickly. I recommend young workers start saving from the day that they get their first paycheck. And that can be a tough thing when they're coming out of college or, you know, maybe they have some student loan debt. That can be a really tough thing, but if you do it the right way, you balance and budget and just put a little bit aside. You know, even if you start saving $5,000 per year at age 25, you could have $1.3 million wow. in the bank by age 65, and that's just assuming an 8% return. Uh, but if you waited until 35, your retirement savings would be cut in half. You'd have 566000 assuming an 8% return. So you want to keep in mind you need to keep the money you earn in the account in order to capitalize. You don't want to be taking money out along the way Um, But as much as you can put away early and just keep putting it away, it's really going to make a huge difference in the long run.
1: Yeah, I was thinking a little bit about the topics for this week, and uh, and I thought about this compound interest. And at first I was thinking, boy, maybe it's a little bit too simple. But, you know, it's interesting to me, Brad, we have so many clients that are millionaires or multimillionaires, and I think a lot of people assume, well, boy, they must have been very high net worth earners. And some of them were. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. But we have quite a few that have really done a phenomenal job saving that I will say were middle income at best, right? Very blue-collar jobs, middle income. They weren't necessarily high-income earners. But generally speaking, they started early. They made saving for their future a priority. And that became a really important part of their overall picture right and and I think you know starting early and working on that makes a big big difference and you know one of the tools we talk about when it comes to retirement is a newer tool we're making available to folks called asset lock and it it's really a way to allocate risk and understand risk if you will, so it allows you for we get so many people that say, boy, I just don 't pay attention to the accounts, so it allows you to link all of your accounts that can be different." financial advisors or different financial institutions it'll alert you when you hit new what we call high water marks or highs but you can also set a pain threshold if my accounts are down five percent ten percent maybe down thirty percent maybe you're very high risk you get sent an alert it could be a great time to doesn't necessarily mean you change anything but it can be a great time to look at the portfolios if you're managing yourself or talk to your advisor and really take a look at am I in the right spot? So you can download that at the App Store, or you can visit our website wealthwisconsin.com/assetlock, and you can get some more information about that. You'll need a code to download that. That's 3AX. And another issue I'm seeing a lot, Brad, is this concept of saying a no to adult children. I don't know, it seems like maybe this is a newer thing, but you know I work with so many people approaching or in retirement. And you just have to make sure you're not putting your own financial future in jeopardy to help your adult kids. You know, I'm a parent of three, love my kids more than anything, and I'd like to do anything I could, but it's not selfish to put yourself first. It'll only help your children later in life because they won't have to rely on you. Only 21% of baby boomers who support their adult children are fully retired, so it can really be a burden if it's hard to say no make your financial planner the bad guy throw me under the bus say tony said i can't do it right <laughs> hearing from someone other than their parent you know that that their parent could run out of money could really help the, them understand that and if you decide to loan money to the adult kids lay out in details the writing in writing excuse me the, the details of the transaction and treat it like a bank you can draw up paperwork debt with dates on how they're going to pay it back and, and what the plan is there but you know, the majority of Americans have less than one hundred thousand in retirement, which isn't a lot when you consider rising health care costs, we're living longer. That money may need to last thirty plus years. Every little bit here and there can add up. In fact, parents could be missing out on over two hundred thousand by giving money to their kids instead of investing it. I always remind people, especially when it comes to education, it's tough. We all want to help the kids, but The kids can take out student loans. There are no loans available for you in retirement. So it's a situation, as tough as it sounds, you really have to put yourself first. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ.
0: Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ.
1: Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. We got Brad Allen here talking about gratitude and maybe ways to make your financial life uh, feel a little bit easier, maybe you'll look back down the road. I think it, that's that general concept, right? Am I able to make a sacrifice today mm-hmm. that maybe a year, five, ten, maybe it's 30 or 40 years if you're younger on the spectrum? where you're going to look back and say, boy, am I really grateful I got that piece of advice or I got started early, right? It can make a big, big difference in your future. And, you know, so we've been talking about some real concrete things that you can apply to your retirement that we think you'll look back on and feel very grateful, maybe even as early as this time next year when you're kind of rolling into the 2019 Thanksgiving season. And the last one I want to talk about a little bit, Brad, we talked about that tool, asset lock. Great way to help you manage your risk over the years. Again, you can visit us at wealthwisconsin.com forward slash asset lock to learn more about that app for your smartphone. But, you know, sometimes it's reallocating, right? Maybe taking a look at your investments and figuring out, am I in the right areas?
2: Yeah, I mean there isn't a, a one size fits all approach to, you know, asset allocation at age 50. Risk tolerance, timing and age are just a few of the variables that play a role. A lot of investors think that they should take less risk in their 50s, but they need to think about the bigger picture and factor in how long they plan to live on their investments once they retire. You know, a portfolio needs to last sometimes 30, 40 years in retirement. Um, and, and still make sure that there's some left if you want to give money to kids, and, and depending on what those goals are, if long term care becomes involved, you know there's there's several uh, safe options for money that you can look at in retirement. There's bonds, there's bond funds or bond ETFs. Uh, you may also consider you know things like annuities that have a fixed rate or fixed indexes, uh, or you, you might not be you know. Uh, you might want to be a little bit more aggressive and keep money in equities. And everybody's going to be different. I think that's the biggest thing that that comes across is when you're putting a plan together, you want to know what your risk tolerance is. You want to put a number on where you feel comfortable because then you can actually enter in your your actual portfolio. It's going to show you where you feel comfortable versus where you actually are and see how close you are to those numbers. I think that's something that a lot of people miss in retirement is, This emotional investing, because if the market goes down, you're taking too much risk, more than what you feel comfortable with, that's when you you start to sell at the wrong times. And so it's just really about putting that plan together ahead of time, knowing where you feel comfortable and knowing that you're in the right portfolio that fits your needs at that time.
1: Yeah, I think it's that whole emotional aspect of investing. I mean, we can sit down, crunch the numbers, stress test them and say, statistically, you should be at X. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's also that whole emotional component, right? We talk about this a lot with our retirees, that sometimes, you know, we can come up with a portfolio, but if the risk level is too high that you're up at night and can't sleep, then I would argue your advisors failed you on some levels, right? So there's some great tools. We use one in our office where you take a risk tolerance, assigns you with a risk score, if you will. We then Compare your portfolio to say, okay, is our portfolio lined up with what we're able to handle emotionally? If not, what can we do to realign it? If we realign it, do we still have the longevity of our dollars, right? A lot of great questions to ask. And for those that want to learn a little bit more about that process, one last series of classes we have coming up here. We're going to be out in Delafield, November 28th and December 4th. And we'd love to have you. There's no cost to attend these classes. Again, that's going to be on November 28th and December 4th. And we're going to talk specifically about some of these risk strategies, how to manage that. Are there some tools you can look at to help you understand risk a little bit better? We're going to talk about required minimum distributions. Social Security, big topic, Brad. We get the questions a lot. How do I turn it on? When do I turn it on? I've heard there's hundreds of strategies. How in the world would I know which strategy is best for me? And probably I think this one is weighing on people's minds a lot there's this new tax code, how does it affect me? And are there some things I could be doing today that really make a big difference in the longevity of my portfolio, whether it's passing assets on, drawing income and enjoying it. There's some substantial things, not not all, but most people can do today to really increase that with the new tax code. So we wanna educate people on how to do that. You can always see the upcoming classes at wealthwisconsin.com. We do need you to register ahead of time. So you want to head to the website. You can register right online. Again, we have two classes coming up, November 28th and December 4th. Or you can always call the office during business hours at 414-409-7226. 414-409-7226. Next week, Brad, it's a time we got to talk about October, November. They've been a, yep. historically and in reality here for us this year. It's been a rocky, wild ride. Midterm elections kept a lot of us on the edge of our seats, so we'll look at what this roller coaster means for you as an investor and how to close this out, this year out in a strong financial position.
0: You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.